My bad. It's been a minute. Why would you do the countdown? I don't. I forgot to hit. I forgot to hit one button, Timmy. It's been a hot minute since we we've are, been here. We're in the same space together. We we haven't seen each other face to face in what feels like years. It's been a long time. We've already been arguing all morning, so we know we're setting it up for I, a great show. I got hit with a facebook community standards guideline obviously you said boys and girls in I, the same sentence i don't you can't know say that that's what was offensive but it's highly offensive i got i just got hit with a community standards guideline wow. for commenting happy monday boys and girls i don't know what is happening here well we've missed you um andrew i've missed you and we've also missed somebody else there he is in the Hold flesh on. the hair is flowing the is. lumberjack he's there Oh. He's wearing cutoff jorts. You can't see the jorts, but I promise you they are fantastic. They're real. They're Gardner Minshew level. And they're spectacular. All that to say, yesterday was Sunday. And this right here is the morning after. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. Well, boys and girls, can we say boys and girls? I, I apparently, I don't. I Ladies don't know. and gentlemen, humans. I'm Tim. This is Andrew. If you're new, we are so excited to, to the be show. Here. This is We're what together. we do. We're fine. Look how, look how. Do you like? <laughs> look how muscular you're getting, Tim. Not on the air, we we gather each and every Monday, usually in this space, but not it's always. Been a, it's been a minute. We do our best to get together with you every Monday. We we love to talk uh, the week in ministry that was. Colin says, well, hello there. That's what Obi-Wan says. Good morning, Jake. Good morning, Colin. He's got a show coming out pretty soon. Nathan, Megan, Huber, Facebook watchdogs are out today. Going to have to keep a tight watch on the comments today, I guess. guess. Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't ever want to take any chance of accidentally offending someone. Did you say good morning? Are we allowed I, to say that? I don't, I don't know what we're allowed to say. GM? I'm so... Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morrow? Good morrow. We should speak in Old English. That's what we should do. We should talk like we're All on Bridgerton. Stephanie says Timbo's looking, and then there's three fire emblems. I think she's talking about you. That's your wife. Stephanie, I'll be home later. As in, I will be home later. That's it. You, you will. I will. I will not be home later. I'm not going home today. You're not going. That's right. That's today. I'm not. I'm not. I am leaving here, and I am going over to the Youth Pastor Summit because I signed up for it. I was going to take uh, my good friend Dylan, and he. Uh, doesn't work for me anymore. Yep. It's like it's his birthday, and so he's going to go to a hockey game with his wife instead of going to uh, the Youth Pastor Summit with me. But I signed up, and I've been told to let your yes be yes and your no be no, so I'm going. So do you know anybody venturing over there? Have you talked to anyone? I haven't put any feelers out. I'm kind of looking forward to just going and sit in the back of the room. And Have you ever done this solo before? No. I've, I feel like I've gone with you every year. I know. You could pretend to be Dylan could pretend to be Dylan. I have a lot of work to get done. We that's, Easter's coming up. I, I'm sneaking I've out of town for a day, which is a crazy time, true. so I have to get ahead of the game. It is a very, very today. busy time. So you'll be in Orlando today, and are you coming back tonight? I'm coming back tomorrow. So you are staying the I'm night? staying the night, doing the Tuesday thing. You're you're going all I'm in. Going. We never stay the night. Oh, it's because the tickets are tomorrow. It's the universal tickets are tomorrow. That's why. That's It makes sense. I, I would, would do you it. Want you make no sense, Andrew. I don't. What do I not make sense about? Why would you say 
hey, we have universal tickets for Monday. No. Let's go. The thing is Monday and Tuesday. The way they historically always did it was Monday was the universal day, and then COVID made things weird. But for 15-ish years, the way that it was set up was it was you go Monday, you get the universal tickets Monday, right. you blow off Tuesday. That's not true. SLU, if you ever want to sponsor the show, we do not blow off Tuesday. Of course not, because tickets are now Tuesday. Because tickets are now Tuesday, and you got to check in on Monday to get the tickets for Tuesday. Do you really? I think so. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That that they makes actually want a lot you of to sense. Uh, Derry says, I got pinged by Facebook community standards for quoting a very famous LL Cool J song. Did you say mama's gonna, mama said knock you out? You can't say that. I don't know what else. You can't say mama. I don't know what other. What other I do not know what other LL Cool J song there is. Well, I mean, Derry could comment it on here, but then he might get pinged by Facebook community standards yet again. I don't know. Derry, you could text us. We'll we'll read the lyrics live on the air. Maybe. So we're here. Dylan is here for really, this could be he's, one last time. He's literally here to pick up his, his junk. Yeah. He's got a drum set. He's got some wow. books. He's got some stuff that just needs to get on up out of here. He brought up a, a cardboard box. Actually, it's like a milk crate. Yes. He's stacking everything in the milk crate. Got his head down. Andrew brought in security, which is really weird. Yeah. Escorting him out after this. He's going to turn in his keys. It's going to be a sad day. I won't be here because I'm leaving after the show, but I'm assuming it's going to be very sad. Uh, Derry says, that's the one. It was supposed violence. Oh, because of knock you out. And Andrew got dinged for bullying. I got dinged for bullying for saying, good morning, boys and girls. I'm so confused oh you should watch your tongue you ever read the know. book of james i have ever seen a forest fire i have okay starts with a little spark i've also seen a great ship turned by a little rotor wow yeah i've I've seen a horse with a bit in his mouth i mean i have seen a horse fly i've seen one of those as well is, i have never we've, seen an elephant <laughs> we've we've been away from each other for way too long Way too long. Timmy, yesterday... We have so much to talk about. It was we, Sunday. We had, yesterday was Sunday, yes. Uh, you and I were on the phone. I had to come back up here to church uh, to, to get some stuff for yeah. some schoolwork I was doing. I was calling you. We were discussing how the mornings went at our churches, and we had a very nerdy conversation. It was so nerdy, but it's one that... About chairs. And it doesn't matter if you're in student ministry, you're in the lead chair... Church chairs are something that we just talk about you, often. You have to figure out your chair situation. My at my previous church, as the director of student ministries, I went like my first or second week there. I went and I stacked all of the plastic chairs that had been used in the youth room for forever. The plastic stackers. And I went and I and I put them in a room that they actually just opened up. I think yeah. today is the first day they had like an unfinished part of their building of the of the preschool building. So I like went and stored these chairs in a room that you weren't supposed to store anything in and i went and i got a bunch of the actual cushioned chairs that only the adults were to, to sit on and i didn't ask permission but i just did it whoa next week 20 kids got saved holy smokes like, whether you're saying. whether you're counting chairs stacking chairs placing chairs rearranging chairs chairs are a big part chairs of ministry are a big so are are your chairs wider than, than this indeed. in the hips so our Whenever our Lakeview Lake chairs View. are wider than these. They are they are the Cadillac of church chairs, which are very comfy. They've lasted fifteen plus years. We're coming due to hey, it might be time for some new church chairs. Is it time to get slightly smaller ones so we can fit more chairs in the room? But smaller butts. But our butts smaller. 
I don't know if the American butt is smaller. I might have to do a Google. Is the American butt smaller than it was 15 years ago? I don't have an answer for you. Is your butt smaller? <laughs> 15 years ago, I was 24. No. I was a... I was a that photo right up there? That was uh, when I was 18, so that would be... Uh, Strapping young lad. That would be 21 years ago. That gives me hope uh, for your boys. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. But when we are trying to figure out Easter, mm-hmm. do do we add chairs? Then do we add chairs just for Easter? Do we then take chairs away? We added chairs for Christmas. Laura have... says, nope, nope, nope. Don't Google that. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, could you go ahead and Google that for us? You could be our our eyes and ears um, and our and our butts on this Google. By us, we'll just we just mean Tim. Just Tim. Look, the church chair conversation needs to it's, be had, especially around this time of year. When we're trying to you figure were out maxing how, out your space yesterday. When we're trying to figure out how many people you can put in a room. Right. So how many chairs do you have set up? We have roughly two hundred chairs in the room right now. So rule of seventy five percent max. And right. with COVID, we're saying sixty five percent because okay. nobody sits next to each other. So one hundred and thirty people is what you can fit in the room comfortably comfortably and and that's it so and we, we have yeah, we were pushing 115 120 at first service so it was yesterday's first service was do we need to add chairs now for sure okay let's put in all the what, chairs for easter at what point do people start sitting it's so we we have three sections of our chairs we have the left right and middle and from you know stage left the far right, right side of the worship center that section is always the first section filled. And I don't know if it's because people have to come in from the other side. And Mm -hmm. so they think, Hey, we're going to, we're going to walk so that other people don't have to walk. But so the one section is always filled first. Yep. The first two or three rows in the middle section, we only have seven rows in the middle section. And so, but the first two or three rows, barely anybody ever sits in them. Now, when you take out chairs, do you take chairs from the back? That's what we do, which forces people to sit closer. Yeah. The, the back rows always fill up first for us. Like there's just oh, no always. question. Always. So if we if we remove the back rows, that's the only the danger with adding chairs is the back rows will then fill up closer to the doors. And, and so then, then the new people have to come up front. It gives the perception that the room is Have you ever been a to a church packed. where an usher actually seated you? Where it was a hey, this is where you are going to sit because we're telling you. At one of the churches I served at in seminary, it was a, it was a big church and they were video and live streaming stuff before it was cool and their answer was hey we don't want the front of the room to be empty on the video Mm. because this is going to get broadcast later so you will sit where you are told so there was this massive team of ushers you come in hey there's two of us and they put you in two seats next to people you don't know and you don't get to sit with whoever you want to sit with unless you wait for them in the lobby. Wow. And then you go in together that way. That is like going to a that, Japanese steakhouse. They will of, not seat yeah. you until your entire party that, is there. That's kind of like it was. Carol but, says, just walk behind a crowd. Butts are growing. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. Tommy says, most people start sitting around four to six months. Thank you, Tommy. Laura Hafe says, on it. And then a peach emoji? I have no idea why she would put that emoji. That's doesn't seem to fit that at all. Sam says people sit all the way up to the beginning of Tim's sermon, Andrew, then they flee. Then they then they get up and leave. Then they exit quickly. So surely our ministry facilitator, if you And you need an extra chair because you sit when you preach. So you've I always got to factor on, I sit that on a too. Stool. Yeah. Ironically, I don't sit the rest of the service. 
I stand in the back of the room even when other people are sitting. Wow. I stand in the back. Because you know your knees and legs will be hurting after you exactly. sit Exactly. When, when I I know I'm going to sit for a half an hour plus when I'm preaching. So Your watch stand, is buzzing. You need to stand I up. Stand. I'm in the middle of my sermon. <laughs> I can't stand up. Obviously, I'm preaching. <laughs> Stand for the, Jesus sat down to preach him. It's biblical. This is his only line it's every time. Biblical. <laughs> so yesterday was Sunday. Was Sunday. Uh, Shirley has a house in in the mountains, which both you and Dylan have been to. Dylan been there recently. We've both slept in Shirley's bed. That's a weird thing to say out loud with our wives. That's a weird thing to say. Anyway, Shirley has a house in the mountains. Everybody she sleeps, Andrew. Was going to make a quick trip up there this week with one of her daughters because they've, you know, the summer rental season is upon us. They had some things they had to get ready. But so she was having to leave mid service yesterday. Mm. And so when I started the sermon, I was going back and I was uh, pulling the audio to put up on the website last night. And you see Shirley like subtly. Kind of like look over her shoulder because like, but she's sitting in the front row. There's there's no and so she, sneaking like, she out gets up to, to walk out to the back. It's just very very funny to me because <laughs> I know Shirley and I love her so much, and I could tell that she was like, oh man, should I have gotten up a minute before this? Yep. yep, it was great, it was wonderful. But so how many? What is your plan? Are you adding chairs? So the plan will be to add all the chairs we have into the worship center for our three services on Easter, and then to keep that set up for the following few weeks to see you never know yeah you never we, we've seen uh some you know an increase in attendance over the last few weeks so just prepping for e- the three services on easter will help we have a uh, 150 chairs coming in for sunrise so that are you gonna do outdoor folding chairs yeah for sunrise? so we, we rent so outdoor folding chairs run chairs inside after having them outside in between services that is correct i Organized with our chair setup and teardown and towel wiping crew yesterday. So they have a team. We have a team. I told you we have a team for everything now. So we have a team of towel wipers. There will be dew on the chairs in the morning. Always dew in the morning. And so someone will come and uh, get some microfiber and, and dry them off. They will be there before our first guest arrives. And I they love will it. They will wipe off those chairs. They will then take them down and get them ready for pickup. We use the same company that Dignity Memorial does. So. Ooh. They Fancy. order our chairs for us every year. Shout uh, out to Dignity Memorial. I'm a big fan of death. That sounds weird. That's, that can't be nah, right. I'm a big fan of a life well celebrated, that's for sure. Well, you guys were close to, to maxing out your capacity. So, How many chairs do you have in right oh, now? I've got to do math. Hang on. Sam uh, says the Easter morning towel brigade. That's the one. We have 80. We should have Lakeview towels. You should. We, could. we have. <laughs> it's a good point in the sermon. Everyone, right. Everyone <laughs> starts. <laughs> Or if you're struggling a little bit and they want to encourage you. I see know? that towel. There you go. Instead of I see that hand. <laughs> every, every head bowed, every eye closed. Quap, quap, quap. Go ahead and lift your towels. No, one's, no one's going to know. <laughs> we, I think we have 87 chairs in our worship center uh, currently. Oh, we, then you were definitely say, and we pushing usually, the capacity we, we, yesterday. Yeah, and we usually have eight or nine chairs set up outside. So for Easter, we'll probably have 24, 25 chairs outside and another couple of dozen added to the worship center. The, we just How has the outdoor setup been for you guys? It's it, it's weird. Like some weeks there will be two or three, and some like last week we had to add more chairs outside. We didn't have to add more chairs inside. I and imagine we, Easter is going to be as, heavily gonna, populated gonna out be there. going to be a big outdoor time. We also have – there's um, one family who there's, there's several of them, um, the, the matriarch of the family – got in a bad car accident right mm. before COVID happened. And so she 
was in like assisted living for a, a, a lot of the COVID lockdown stuff. So she still isn't used to being around a lot of people. Yeah. So when they come, they all sit outside. So it's a, it's a thing. Earl we, says, we I want to, to be on the wiping team. I can wipe so good. Earl, <laughs> we all know you have a bidet. Stop it. Uh, Earl, that was a funny joke. <laughs> that makes my heart very happy. Um, Andrew, my, my schedule has been probably, probably why we more crowded. Why we haven't seen each other. It's one of the reasons we haven't seen each other. My, my schedule's been a bit more crowded. One thing that I have always wanted to do, I only have one son, so I, he's he's a... He's a sports nut. He loves all things sports. I don't want to brag, but I have four sons. You do, but I only could care less about sports. Right I only now. have it one. My heart. And I remember, I don't know if I've, I've told you this, but I remember a very specific Doug Fields talk uh, when we were at a, a random youth ministry conference years ago. And he talked about um, him always making time to coach his uh, son's sports teams. Cody Fields. So I thought that it was a shortstop, if I remember. That is a really cool goal as a dad. So I wanted to make myself available this year with my my kid now coming into school sports. So I am I'm coaching a, a JV flag football team at North Bay Christian Academy. This is my my first my first dip into the school sports Couldn't coaching. Make diversity, huh, Aaron? I mean, fifth grade, <laughs> you'll get there. <laughs> It's varsity is seventh and eighth grade. I'm it was a joke. Varsity is seventh and eighth grade. It was grade. a joke. But along with the coaching responsibilities comes with the increased time commitment. So it's just one more layer of time commitment on my schedule, which I you know, you it's funny how when you when you add things to the plate, you're you're able to just you're like, adjust. Oh, it's just one thing. Oh, it's just one thing. And then you look at the plate afterwards, and you're like, Oh, right. It's like me at Thanksgiving. Oh boy. The best part about Sports is that they come in season, so yes. you you know there yeah, is an ending date. You can date. commit to ten weeks of just about anything, right? That that's been where I've I mean, that's just where I've been for the last few weeks. It's a couple of weeks left in the in the schedule in the season. It's been fun. I I've enjoyed it. I felt like I've been able to spend some, some wisdom, some quality time some with QT. My son. I've been spending weird quality time with my kids too, Tim. Someone in our church gave us a bike that they were no longer using. And my kids ride bikes in our cul-de-sac all the time. It's a good cul-de-sac. But it's the first time we've had an adult bike in the house. And as you know from my fitness regime, I love sitting and riding a bike. You've been riding that bike? I've been riding that bike every day, Dylan. That pink girl's It's purple. Bike. It's a purple, purple girl's, girl's bike. bike. It's a purple huffy. And you have yet to post any <clears throat> pictures. We haven't seen no, you in action. But we've been, we've been going to Eagle Lake Park. Okay. And uh, doing, doing a couple miles. It's been great. It's been very exciting. But, Tim, I want to get back to something we just said. We said you can commit to anything for eight or ten weeks at a time. Dylan, how's seminary going, buddy? It's fine. You're, you, that was it? That's all we got? How's, yeah. how's the semester going? How's life as a recent college grad diving full-on? Newly married. Newly married, diving full-on into seminary. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I had to quit my ministry job. <laughs> um, wow. Well, you were being paid so much. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was just getting paid so much money. Um, to do that. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's been... It's been just the... I mean, it also hasn't helped that... It, it's been it's been pretty busy. It's pretty hectic. Uh, I mean, we also got... Uh, it was funny when we were leaving our honeymoon. Went back. It was like, oh, we're so excited to go back to reality. And then, like... Reality hit you in the reality, face. Reality, like, hit us in the face. Oh, we got real. Like, four times. Sorry, that, that like that. <laughs> sorry, that's more than enough. 
Wow. Um, so what is what is next for uh, the fam? Are you guys? I mean, have you accepted a new position? Do you no? Do you no, know what's um, on the horizon? No, I mean, I'm still I'm still actively searching. You know, uh, so if you go to hiredolan.com, uh, <laughs> you'll uh, find my resume. But no, like I'm still I'm still actively searching. I've been talking with a few uh, churches. Um, and you know, so you're I'm, open to moving, or you want to stay local? We would like to stay local. Um, Something about a lease. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we did just sign a lease. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, I mean, back in November, October. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were we were excited about moving to Indiana, middle of nowhere, Indiana. Of nowhere, Indiana. But now we're sort of like. And then the Lord spared you. Yeah. And now we're sort of just like, uh, When God shuts a cornfield, he opens a beach. That's yeah. what I always say. That's how the saying goes. That's, yeah, no, like, we, we're we like, well, I, I mean, like, sister just had a baby, like, all our family's here. Like, we'd very much like to be closer <clears throat> than we thought. Um, so, you know, now we're, now it's just working and... Well, I can speak on behalf of all of us here at Safety Harbor Community Church. You, you don't will be go here. missed. Yes, you will be missed. Deeply missed. We, we've we loved having you not only on the show, but um, having you a part of the Safety Harbor Community Church community and family. I took them off the website Sunday night. Wow, already. <laughs> I mean, I had to update the website, so I was, I was waiting for some stuff. So I said, yeah, I click. Clayton says, LAC has prepared I'm you, my friend. You, I love you. Lake Athletic Club. We, we will also miss birthday. you and love you. It's Dylan's birthday. He's 16 years old. That's not true. You 25 today? 26. 26. I was so close to 16. Sam says Dylan has Adonis-like locks he of does. hair. Not fair. Steve says, hi, friends. Jordan says, hey, nowhere Indiana has nice people. Is that true, Andrew? I'm sure they have nice people. I you should just, know. I was just saying, when God shuts a cornfield, he opens a beach. Dylan, you will be missed. We're so glad you could come on. Earl, we we sure. all read what you said. We're not. No one's gonna read that. We're just not reading no that gonna, loud. But no one's made, gonna read that. But there was a chuckle from all three of us all at once. Yep. And thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Nope, we we all read it. Uh, speaking of expectations, Andrew, you, you put on here some membership expectations. Yes, and I had like mentioned this to you. I just, we we've briefly I touched to on this see before. If anybody heard about this? So I think we, this is a good we, combo. We've each recently done a new members class. Sure. And, you know, kind of go over, hey, here's what we expect out of the members at our church. You passed out the robes. They signed up for all the they, stuff. They signed up for all of the things. They volunteered to, for six work days. No, none of that's true. Although, I've got a buddy who's at a church in Wisconsin, and their church, uh, several years before he got there, made the F, made the decision that uh, they were not going to have a janitorial service hired at the church. Okay. And that every member, every every family that had members of the church, they were going to take a week and go through, and hey, it's your family's week to clean the church. Okay, that's, and that was one of their expectations for their church members. That is one that's, way to uh, do it. That's interesting. I think my week, I'd be like, hey, who can I hire? I just I'm not a very. I don't like cleaning things. What's behind you at my desk? It's embarrassing. Tim, I was meeting with people. They've been visiting our church for a while. Sure. And they were kind of filling me in on their previous church life, mm-hmm. and. They were like, you know, uh, the husband didn't join this church that they'd be go- been going to, but the wife did, and he didn't feel like he could in good conscience. But they both did go to the membership yeah, they, class. Yes, they both went to membership class. They had both been worshiping. She signed. There. He did not. He did not because 
he was actively involved in an ongoing Bible study at another church. And this church— Wait, he didn't join because he was in a Bible study at another church? Because this church, according to them, requested that they only be involved in small groups and Bible studies at that church. Whoa. And I, I had never heard that before. If, if that's a normal thing and I'm being a weirdo, please let us know. But okay, it's one thing to say, hey, we expect you to be part of, of our congregation. Here. You're, like, you're we, joining we our church. We expect you to be present in worship on a regular basis. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is a, a, but, hey, your, an expectation for us. Your Tuesday morning men's study, or I, I wonder how it relates to things like BSF and, and stuff like that. I, have, I, I don't know. We have many people in, in Bible studies outside of Lakeview. We, I mean, we have people. I encourage that. There's I, one of our know. like most active small groups. There are more people in that that small group here at our church yeah. that do not worship with us at Sunday on Sundays than than actually worship here on Sundays. And it's kind of like, hey, these are our people. It's a kind of life stage specific group, and it's great. I love having them here. But I just thought that was so bizarre. I don't know if that's a normal requirement. I'm I'm wondering maybe they misread something. I don't know. I have a hard I time believing it. I also don't want to reach out to that church because I don't want to be like neener neener neener. Your people like us better. Oh, because you know okay. I, I don't okay. want to do that. But I'm so curious. It's a good question. I don't know what what do you guys have in place at your churches? Uh, I know for us we actually had a new a new. They're not that new. They've been coming for for a while now. They just haven't joined. And they came up to me after church last week and said, hey, we, we want to come to membership class. We just want to know in advance, what are some expectations you guys have as a church for us as members? So I went through the list of expectations of, mm-hmm. you know, regular worship attendance. You're giving sacrificially and faithfully. You're involved in a home group. You're involved in a serve team. You know, all of the typical yeah. membership expectations. And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. We're in. So they're coming to the next membership class. But part of that conversation was not if you step foot on another church campus, you're out. Yeah, if your kid goes to preschool at a school house at another church and you go to their winter program i i don't i have no idea and plus also, like, how do you adjudicate these things like I, I, like I, with me wearing other churches t-shirts while i preach i feel like that would be very <laughs> very uh hey we don't want you to participate very in hypocritical for, of these for other churches a, however a standard if like you're that. gonna participate in the life of these other churches here's my list of ones you should i mean we literally had worship leaders from another church in i in worship yesterday so i don't know i just thought it was it was a very odd thing. Tommy says, I've never heard of a church non-compete for members. Let me tell you. Maybe it exists, Tommy. I I don't know. I, I've just, I've never heard of it before. I thought it was fascinating. And it's interesting. Bring it, up. It, is, it is certainly a thing, that's for sure. Do you know what we have not done in quite a while, Tim? What have we not done? We have not hit the pause button, had our music start playing again, and say, hey, we're going to take just a minute thank our sponsors we're so thankful for them before we even get into them i don't have a slide for this yet but tim we want to talk about firstfewyears.com it's a new thing that download youth ministry is doing especially chapter seven no that's a diff- that's that's i uh, chapter seven for the first few years but also it's been like 16 and a half years for us not you and me but me and melissa and chapter seven is still six 16 years i got married in 2005 very old, Tim. Okay, sorry, I was so lost for a second. I thought we were talking about Chapter 7. Oh. Anyway, firstfewyears.com is a new thing that Download Youth Ministry is putting out, and it is specifically for youth pastors in their first few years of youth ministry. The stuff that you wish you would have known at the beginning, it's all covered in firstfewyears.com. If you know a young young youth worker, I can talk. Send them to to firstfewyears and direct them to Chapter 7. Speaking of works. Chapter 7, getting ready for marriage 
Dot-com, uh, also a premarital counseling workbook it's and textbook. It's fantastic. We make lots of jokes about Chapter 7, but you should just check out the whole the whole thing. It's wonderful and worth The best part is, is they're not even an official sponsor of this show. No, we just we, love this we, gag. We reached out and we're like, hey, we talk about Chapter 7 so much. Can we put this in our ads? And they said, okay, that's hilarious. So Chapter 7, go check it out. But seriously, if you're doing any premarital counseling, it's great. you want to – this is a great resource. Every couple that I've walked – through this uh, material with has enjoyed it. Go check out gettingreadyformarriage.com. Backseat Leadership Podcast. It's a conversation for leaders who don't quite find themselves in the driver's seat just yet. Uh, these two guys, you'll love them. They're amazing. Their names are Jeff and Brad, and and they know how to podcast. They also both have glasses. Go check out Backseat Leadership Podcast. They are twice as cool as we are. Because I have glasses. And I don't. Mm. Speaking Bi- of cool, Bible brawl. It's a game. You you want to teaches you the Bible. You want to up teaches your, you to brawl your coolness factor at youth group in Sunday school. Imagine Pokemon cards fighting each other. Imagine PG thirteen Pokemon cards fighting each other, but with Bible stories. Bible brawl. Fantastic board game. Youth ministry university. Train your team. Get everybody on the same page. Speak in the same language. You join YMU, you too will be able to produce graphics that spectacular. That's so mean. You do what? It every time. The running bit. I mean, do you know that we are very proud? Proud? Part, proud? Proud. Proud part. Proud part of the DYM Podcast Network. We hope that you'll check out the other shows on the network. So many great shows. A lot of good stuff happening. Youth Ministry Hacks has been in fuego lately. Wow. Go check them out. Ronald says, I'm here. What did I miss? Uh, we talked about butts. We talked about wiping. We talked about church scandals. I we mean, talked about chairs. We... All that's true, but what? butts and wiping was not in that order. No, it was butts first and wiping was after that's, that. Tim, that's not – people are going to get the wrong impression <laughs> of what we were talking about. We were not talking about – we were talking about the size of chairs. Anyway. Tommy says, what if the pastor – this is a good question – has lunch with another pastor from a different church – and they accidentally talk about the Bible. I, wow. I don't know if I would. I mean, that's that's a risk that I don't know. If I don't I'm, think we should have lunch today. I'm not willing to take that risk. I don't know. I, I still just don't know. I don't know what to make of it. And I want to call and be like, hey, is like, was this misheard? I also don't want to go back to those pe- to those visitors and be like, hey, I talked to your old church. Turns out you're good. I I. But you're very curious. We have friends at this church. I, it wouldn't like, be what, that hard what, to call what them. What do you do when someone from a church that you know and respect is like, hey, I've been going to that church, but I'm going to come here now? Like, it's exciting because you want people to <laughs> sure. be there. But do you like, hey, did you uh, did you let them know? Yeah. I, Transfer growth is always a fascinating I thing. I, I typically um, I smile and I nod and I wave and I. Like, I also know the statistics. Okay, so so. We, all, we all claim to hate it, but we love it when they come to us. And, and they last for a bit. Like very, very rarely does the transfer growth pan out in the long run. And I don't know. I It's just been a very, very funny season of talking with people. Jeff says, wow, I missed the butt talk. Don't worry, Jeff. I'm sure it will come back to it because we now need to shift gears also, a little bit here. Shift with, the, with, that? with an F. Okay. Yeah. But this is, this is going to be on iTunes real soon or Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcasts, you can go back and hear Tim talk about butts. That was mostly you talking about that. Um, Andrew, I understand, and this is also, speaking of running gags and bits in the show, you 
you you you wear an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets around here at the church. Terry just said the funniest part of the show. Andrew and Timothy implying they that they were talking about the Bible over lunch. That's Tommy that's says funny. transfers are different than refugees. That Ooh. is a that is a different conversation to be had, my friend. That is a very different conversation, but it would look awesome on a t-shirt. It would look awesome on a t-shirt. Uh Andrew you and I were talking last night, and I just had to bite my tongue because you started to... I was telling you about all of the different roles that I was playing. You know that it doesn't... I don't enjoy hearing you taking on more responsibility and not giving it away. But go ahead. Well, Tell us all. Dylan wasn't at church yesterday. It's like he doesn't work here anymore or something. Yeah. And so a lot of the stuff that Dylan does on a, typically sun, on a typical Sunday morning... Um, I was doing just setting up the live stream stuff. We don't have a sound guy per se. Our levels are fairly well set and left alone. It's a good thing the camera wasn't on Dylan for that part. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I got here yesterday morning. I, I did all the live stream setup that I typically do. I didn't even tell you how I, you know, moved a TV from the fellowship hall well, to probably the because you didn't want me to worship mock you. center and set up chairs okay. outside. Angry. You did the outside setup too. I do the outside setup most weeks, Tim. There's something you need to realize that your church is three-ish, sometimes four times the size of ours. Laura says Andrew participated in the Great Safety Harbor Bake Off too. That's we we had a lot of things that Laura. We were, we're going to need to meet and and talk strategy and ways we can help Andrew. He's clearly got a problem here. I, I tried. Why? <laughs> Why do one thing really well when you can do seven things pretty well? That's not how that's, that, that's not. <laughs> did you not pay attention to anything? I like, do you remember that conversation at B dubs we had, Andrew? Which time we've been to Buffalo Wild Wings a thousand times, you and me? The well, okay, first off, refer to it as B dubs. Um, and sorry, when you were just like, when we talked about that scene from Parks and Rec, yep, when. When Ron, Ron Swanson, Swanson said, talking to Leslie Nope and said, for office and you says, can't half. I didn't actually say it. Don't worry. I muted, but I didn't say it. Says you can't, uh, you can't do a one cheek effort to two things. Yep. Speaking of butts, I told you, Jeff, that would be coming back. You're welcome, Jeff. Uh, it was one of those Sundays where a lot of things had to happen on top of that. I, I get that. Some if you Sundays, don't do it, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. I understand. So as long as it's every now and then, and it just can't become the norm for you. I recruited two new volunteers yesterday. Okay, that's big. That's big. That saw me doing four different things and thought, "Hey, I could do one of those things." Mm -hmm. So we're we're getting better, but we're also, you know, not far removed from a church of forty five or fifty people. Jeff Simpson jumped on, said, "I am here to defend Andrew." Thank you. And pastors doing too much. Some. <laughs> Jeff Simpson gets it. When you're at a little church, sometimes you have to put on multiple hats at the same time. The unique wrinkle in yesterday was that uh, we have our fellowship hall time after church, and uh, my mother had signed up to be the caterer of the weekend. Not really a caterer, but you know, different people sign they up bring, to, to right. bring things. And it, you know, at one point, it was like, "Hey, here's some bagels and some grapes." In the past year or so, it's just people have stepped up their game. There's breakfast casseroles. There's there's fresh. What time strudel. does this happen? 
11. Like, so we say amen. So right when my 11 o'clock service it's, starts. It's Melissa. So I could never get Melissa, there. Melissa um, was not in kids ministry on Sunday. She was actually able to worship uh, in our main gathering and not come and check out church after the fact. And so for the, she's usually waiting for parents to come pick up their kids before mm. she makes it into the fellowship hall. So yesterday she walked into the fellowship hall and she's like, Andrew, I, I never knew how quickly the line forms at the food. It is, I mean, it is quick. There are certain people that are very eager to get over there. But yesterday, my mother had Sunday. signed up to be the the food bringer. And my dad called me and said, hey, I'm not going to be at church because my dad has a baseball season job doing things with the Ted Williams Foundation. As he always and does. so he was not going to be at church yesterday. Was Sunday. Sunday. And so he's like, hey, can you help and bring some stuff, bring some breakfast stuff? Because I won't be able to help your mom out with making stuff. And a lot of the times, one person will sign up, and then two or three people will sign up under it. Sure. And my mom was on her own. So yesterday before church, uh, I came in, got stuff set up, and then I went into our beautiful kitchen that we have off of our fellowship hall. It's a great kitchen. And I made 32 cinnamon rolls, Tim. Mm. They were delicious. I'm proud of you. Oh, Jeff says, okay, now you said I'm at a tiny church, Andrew. Don't bite the tiny. hand that feeds you. I said little you. church. He prefers <laughs> micro church. Micro. micro church is what we call them. Ben says, this is good. Uh, I had a family start attending our church after they left a previous church. I called the pastor of their old church to get a feel for what was going on in his perspective. It was a good conversation. Long story short, and this is the pattern that I have seen over and over and over. The pattern repeated, and they have now left our church back to the previous church. Seen that a time or two. You know, We could have an entire show on transfer growth. We could, but now is probably not the time. That's definitely not the time. I, I get it. Sometimes you need to be at a place for a season. Sometimes you need to commit to a place for 30 years. Derry says, so Melissa was able to delegate out children's ministry responsibilities yesterday. Ask her for some coaching, Andrew. Thank you, Derry. Hey, Derry, do you know of a good place to get coaching for people in ministry? I've heard of a place that might be excellent for ministry coaching. Derry, have you heard of this place? I don't know. We'll, we'll see if, if Derry knows of any place that could uh, help with some ministry coaching. Derry Prinkert, ministry coaching. Dairy Prinkert Ministry Coaching. Huh, it's like those two names or those those two nouns. I don't know. Like they're synonymous with one another. Dairy Prinkert and Ministry Coaching. Especially Chapter 7. That's not what he coaches on. That's that's a different kind of coach. <laughs> I think they're pro- those Dairy that, Prinkert that Chapter be, 7 that coaching. That should those, be the t-shirt. Of those the, those of the coaches show. are probably that's paid way better. But listen, Timmy, uh, I think it's uh, it's about time for us to. I need to deliver Chick Fil A to my family. Goodbyes. You have another podcast to do. I'm sorry, practically, guys. I, my family has to come first. I I get it, and uh, I think it's time that we all say goodbye to Dylan. Bye, Dylan. Bye. That was fun. All right, so Sim already. Uh, Tim, next Monday morning, want to be right back here? I'll I'll be here. We don't leave until Tuesday, so there I'll, I'll be go. here. Next Monday, we'll be right here. So we hope to uh, see you guys then. Have a great week.